This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to The Waiting Room on Podcast225.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Waiting Room, Episode 2. Um, we are here today, me and my partner, Dr. Mary Catherine Rodrigue. We are really excited about today's conversation, which I would call Interior Design Meets Mental Health. Um, we are going to talk a little bit about the wellness studios, you know, office design and aesthetics, um, which is really a staple for speaks to who we are as an office. And you, for those of you that don't know, we gave a little bit of a description in episode one that you can check out on iTunes and also at podcast225.com. Um, but today we're going to have a, a very special guest that we're going to tell you about a little bit later to join us and, and share the perspective from the interior design area. And also we're going to talk about how that kind of marries and meets mental health and especially the offices um, that we have at the wellness studio. Just a little bit of a disclaimer real quick. We mentioned this last time. Um, the contents of our show, we don't want them to be mistaken for psychotherapy or counseling. It, we certainly also don't want it to replace or serve as a substitute for mental health services. So if you are interested in scheduling an appointment at any time, just from hearing our show, if it inspires you, if you are wanting to be able to reach out for help, we want you to at least know the place to go and how to get there. Um, you can call your general practitioner, um, schools offer great referral sources, um, and you can also find us at surprisinglywell.com or at 225-448-3359. So, Mary Catherine, yes. let's get it started with this topic. I'm so excited about this one today. I am too. Um, Dr. Samuel Gladding, who is a professor at Wake Forest University and, and really a, a staple profession uh, professor in our field, uh, one said that creati- creativity is a social experience. And I think that's something that you and I really took uh, took to heart when we decided to uh, create the wellness studio. And so it was a natural fit to have Anthony Ryan Ald, who's a dear friend of, of ours, um, but also someone that has experienced uh, his own life adversity and had a really uh, empathetic way of, of looking at design and aesthetics and marrying our two professions, I think, um, was such an, an amazing process. But I every single day, I, I see how it has affected um, people in a positive way. Ryan, for those of you who don't know Ryan, he is a fashion designer and he is the winner of uh, Project Runway All-Stars. He actually held the record for the most challenged win- challenger challenges won uh, on Project Runway in the 2013 season. He founded his own apparel line called The Ant Hill and opened his first flagship store in San Antonio, Texas. He um, is from Linden, Texas, actually, but he has spent most of his life in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. He is a two-time cancer survivor, and he partnered with us in 2012, and it's an ongoing relationship um, with him designing our spaces. And one of the things I absolutely love about Ryan is his compassion and attention to detail. And one of the themes that's in our offices was... um, in, in memoriam of my husband, Drew Rodriguez, who passed away from cancer. And so if you ever come to our offices, you will see uh, little little innuendos and bits and pieces of Drew's spirit in there. So um, we are very excited to have him on the show um, and speak more about design and counseling. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of my favorite things about Ryan being involved in our journey and, you know, with the introduction that you just gave about him is so true that his attention to detail and compassion um, are just such things that speak to who he is, but also 
what he did with our offices. And I think that it's something that we want people to know was very purposeful, very researched, very thought out, um, very intentional. And you can see that whenever you look at pictures of our offices, um, you can kind of see the attention to detail that he gave and how interior design really meets mental health counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that we'll talk about a little bit later, for example, is we have a a room with books on the wall and a room with maps on the wall. And they both kind of represent, you know, what chapters you might be on in your life when you come to counseling. And also the map wall represents your life journey. And so I think that there's just little things like that all throughout the offices that really show his compassion and appreciation for therapy, but also his attention to detail. Yes. So we are going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back with Anthony Ryan all from Project Runway. Podcasts have become a great way to get radio on demand. If you've wanted your own podcast, the time to call us is now. This year, Podcast 225 will be launching new shows and yours can be one of them. You won't have to build your own website and you'll be able to use professional broadcast equipment that will make your show sound amazing. If you'd like to know more, call 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Be a part of the on-demand audio movement today. Welcome back Back to The Waiting Room. Welcome back to The Waiting Room. Um, Joining us now, we have Anthony Ryan Ald, fashion designer, Project Runway All-Star winner, and also the curator of design for The Wellness Studio. Hey, Ryan. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. We're talking briefly today about uh, design and counseling and how aesthetics can affect the counseling experience. And so since you've been on this journey with us since the beginning and, and designing our offices, we wanted to ask you a few questions and get your take on how um, design and psychology and counseling has all molded together. So if you can answer um, just initially, what is your approach and your process for designing a space? So when you walk into a room and it's blank, what is your, how do you jump in? Uh, well, I mean, it's really about, I think, a lot of it has to do, to me, with the history of the building, number one. I think, um, like, older buildings tend to have more of that character that you can give more of a quirky feel to, um, whereas new builds um, are probably, can be a little bit more modern. Um, But on top of it, I think it really has to do with, I mean, the business, of course, um, but the vibe that you're, you get and um, that energy you might have with, uh, like, say, for instance, you guys, you know, whoever you're designing the space mm-hmm, for right. um, and the inspiration that you might get from them or, um, like, for instance, uh, with Drew, what we did with your, the book wall in Covington with the numbers and the books. Right. Um, mm-hmm. With his jersey number and correlation. So finding those little things um, that kind of tie in um, not only to the history of the building, but also um, the history that your client may have with um, their past and um, what's important to them. Right. So it sounds like counseling, you, you meet your space as, just as we meet our clients where they are. Probably in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's really about getting a feel for it and knowing more about it, um, knowing more about, um, you know, and not rushing the process. And it's mm-hmm. an organic thing. You right. know, you get in there, you you kind of see what might work, and if this isn't working, hey, let's move in this different direction. But always making sure that it's a positive thing and, mm-hmm. and not um, something that 
you know, you, you get stuck on because it should be fun. Interior design is fun. You mm-hmm. know? Right. Um, so it's really an organic process and something that you kind of go through together with your client. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things about having you, you know, help us with our offices and design our offices is just kind of stepping back and looking and recognizing how art and design meet mental health. And one time I read a book, it's called Mind and Architecture, and it was all about how psychology plays a role in pretty much everything in our lives, but how it plays in a role in the actual architectural process and interior design. And it really shows so beautifully in in our Covington office that you did how there's books on a wall representing the chapters in a person's life or, and that's all what counseling is, is coming to be able to find yourself in your journey and deciding if it's time for you to turn the page. So I think that's just one beautiful example of what, what you did, Ryan, that really helped, you know, your design meet with what our space is, which is a mental health practice. And that to me, I think is so cool. Um, how would you say that you're, you know, like the colors and the textures and the layout that you use when you're in designing, how would you say in your opinion that those things might impact someone's mood, even if you're designing like your home? Um, well, just pe- speaking from personal experience mm-hmm. and, and I am a two time testicular cancer survivor. Y'all know that. Yeah. So yes. I was, and I won't say where I was treated, but <laughs> I was treated. And the office that I went to, it's a basic doctor's office. And it's just one of those things that when you walk in, the office does nothing for you. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it should be something that, to me, should be uplifting and give you good energy right off the bat. Because, to me, you need that in those times. And Mm -hmm. I think that's with any, any obstacle you might have, regardless if it's mental health or physical health or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that a creative office mm-hmm. um, that in in a lot of ways gives a distraction um, and might be more inspiring than, right. you know, say just some regular drab office can really give a good um, mental mm-hmm. head start on whatever they might be um, battling at that time. So, I mean, I think, yeah. you know, bright colors are fun and the texture because people are going to if it's an interesting office, people are going to stop and really take in what's going on and have questions about it and ask about it. And that's kind of, that can always be lead-ins for other things, um, you know, regardless of, uh, what they're coming to see you for, you know? Yeah, I love that. I mean, that's such a rich perspective that you share because not only do you have, you know, not only are you an expert in fashion and design, but you also have this informed perspective on suffering and struggle. Like when you shared what you went through with your cancer journey. And I think it just really goes to show how your perspective sheds light on the fact that these things like such a, so the things that are so simple, such as the color of a wall in a room and how they really can change the way someone feels or even impact their comfort level yeah yeah i mean who wants a tan wall when they walk into a doctor <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> so funny yeah do you know what i mean like who wants that old drab itchy couch that you've <laughs> sat on a thousand times right, and, right. you know what i mean like well, what's that i mean right. any that's just to me to me a a creative space and inspiring space mm-hmm only speaks volumes about the practice. 
Yes, exactly. So Ryan, I have a question. What has been, whether it's been in the wellness studio or if it's been a a piece that you've designed for another client or in your own home, what has been your most favorite um, and intriguing piece and the meaning behind it? Um, My favorite piece is the book wall that we did in the Covington office. I mean, we're biased, Uh, obviously, but that... That is definitely something that's my that... favorite piece. I mean, I mean, that's something when I own a house one day, I will have a book wall. Do you Aww. know what I mean? Like, it, it's one of those that I, I think is really creative and has a lot of meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, but visually, I just love the idea. I could see my office having a book wall and just randomly getting bored and looking at the pages and reading and being like, Oh, I'll put that book up there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think what I think people love about it so much, first of all, it's very interesting. It's unique. It's something that greets you right when you walk in the door, but I think it gives people a lot of hope because it's that visual sense of there's multiple chapters to your life story and you can change the, turn the page and the book wall, the, the books are, are, are uh, open to page 49 because of, of Drew's football number, but you, you did something a little different there where you opened it to page 149 or 249 or 349. Right. So it's it's something that, it's a theme that can be continuous throughout someone's life, and I think that's right. really beneficial for someone And it has so much someone. meaning, too. I think it the purpose yeah. behind everything that you did, I mean, almost every, pretty much everything in our offices has meaning and purpose behind the way that you, you did it and the way that you laid things out and the colors, and I think that's what's so cool and interesting and really sheds light on the thought that's put behind what you do, Ryan, and then also how it meets what we do. Cause there's, right. there's so many similarities that I think not many people think of. Right. Right. Oh yeah. When with the book wall, it's like, girl, if you're tired of that book, move on to a different book. <laughs> there you go. Well, Ryan, yeah, exactly. We, <laughs> exactly. we would love to, do you have any like thoughts? You know, we, we came up with some questions, but you have some things that you might want to share just about this process and this journey that you you took with us and with the wellness studio. No, I mean I think I would I wish more practices would really take the time to consider um, what you guys are doing as far as you know, like I said, in, in in my own personal experience of going and and seeing many doctors' offices, not just. Um, my oncologist, my urologist, um, and really realized what, really, really realized how an environment can have such a great impact on just the overall energy right from the get go when someone steps into the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if more if more offices in general thought that way, I think a lot of um, uh, a lot of people's mindsets would be a lot more positive. Uh, because I have negative connotations with doctors just because I'm used to getting bad news. Um, there's already that very insecure, um, mm-hmm. insecure thing with me about going and having this big fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was a walk in a space that didn't feel so stale, I might be put at a little bit more of an ease. So I think there is a gap that can be bridged that most people don't realize. Right. Okay, there is a correlation with this. Um, you know, mental health slash, you know, medical field um, to what art and design can bring um, to an overall, uh, you know, person Mm -hmm. uh, energy, you know. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, we would be remiss not to ask you a question about fashion since we have the opportunity of talking to you because your flagship store, the Anthill, um, in the Anthill is is something that – 
I think speaks to, and, and I'm wondering if it was maybe from your experience of working in the wellness studio, because you've created that store with a very similar mindset of putting people at ease, um, maybe helping people that are struggling with body image. Uh, do you have any, um, in, uh, is there anything you would like to share about your store and, and taking a similar approach to making that space feel just as, as, as comforting? Right. No, and I, it's the exact same thing. So with, uh, with the Ant Hill, we, I wanted a space where you walked into it. It felt warm. It felt inviting. Um, it wasn't stuffy. It wasn't your, um, your stereotypical frou-frou boutique that you walked into and mm -hmm. you, you would think to yourself, oh, my God, is my leg going to even fit into anything in here? Um, I wanted something that, you know, was creative and, and people said, oh, where did this come from? Oh, did, where did this come from? So they did feel that comfort level and that and I could engage with them on a conversation level. Mm -hmm. So they feel comfortable with me. And from there, it's all downhill. It's like, okay, girl, what you looking for? Hey, I got this. There's <laughs> this. So it really is that tie and in, in, in creating a warm and yeah. inviting space um, that is inspiring, that is intriguing to where the it's a trust builder you know it, yeah. it, it meeting someone right off the bat not knowing anything about them there needs to be a wall that can break down for them to trust me in dressing their body you know yeah I mean, that's absolutely really basically what my visually what my shop uh looks to do right well you we just love you that fuel connection and everything you do you really do it's a gift. Love that. Ryan, we cannot thank you enough for joining us. Um, we really appreciate you sharing your perspective. I think that a lot of people can gain something from it. I really do. And I really, we really appreciate you joining us on the show. Um, for those of you listening that are wondering where Anthony Ryan Ald is today after his Project Runway All-Stars journey, um, you can find him in the Ant Hill, which is his store in San Antonio, Texas. And his website is intheanthill.com. All right. Well, thank you, Ryan, for joining us today. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Clay Young here with John Conroy, the founder and owner of Pest Stop Do-It-Yourself Pest Control. You know, John, people are often wondering where to go if they want to find out about killing ants, termites, spiders, mosquitoes, what have you, and it's a concern, and you end up in the big box store waiting for an answer, and really the answer is, go to a pest stop location and ask any question. That's exactly right. If, if you're tired of the mystery all of pesticides, mm -hmm. come see us, because we'll give you exactly what you're looking for, not only, you know, what to use, but how to use it. That seems to be the big question. Absolutely. How do I use a professional strength product safely around my kids and my pets? And it's very easy to accomplish. And you save money in the Ooh, process. A lot. So if I'm in the New Orleans area and I want to get my hands on the product, how can I find Pest Stop? Well, in Metairie, we're located at 3512 Severn Avenue next to the Pepper Mill. On the North Shore, we're at 1417 North Highway 190. That's next to Sherwin-Williams or Villarie's Florist. And on the West Bank, we're on the Palco just past the Harvey Bridge. And, of course, in the Baton Rouge area at 806 O'Neill Lane Pest Stop, your do-it-yourself pest control solution. Welcome back, back to The Waiting Room. Welcome back, everyone. Um, thanks again to Anthony Ryan Ald for joining us for this conversation. He, I think, shared a really great perspective um, on not only just, you know, his involvement in designing the wellness studios, but also how it kind of collides with his own personal journey and how those things kind of meet with mental health and counseling. I thought it was a great perspective to have, and we hope that you guys enjoyed it and got something out of it. Um, something that we wanted to kind of bring up with this conversation is 
to get to lend to credibility and behind what we're doing and why we did what we did with our offices is the research behind interior design and mental health. Um, there is a a good amount of research, but not much on healing offices and healing environments and how the interior design and aesthetics of those offices and even the architecture and how that actually affects and impacts people's mood. Um, I was able to do a qualitative research pilot study in one of my semesters at, um, and getting my earning my doctoral degree. And what I was able to do was do a semi structured interviews with several practicing mental health professionals. And what we what I learned was that, you know, if you're looking at the history of mental health, and where it started, and also just healing offices and hospitals is that they were historically built with what we call hard architecture. And that type of architecture has been shown to impact a person's mood, um, and just some examples that you can you can relate it to is they have had um, clients of mental health or clients of, of patients at a hospital have they've been interviewed about their experiences in these types of settings and have equated them to feeling like a jail. Mm, and so wow. I think that stood out to me really heavily whenever I d- was digging into the research behind this. And I think it really does goes to show, even though this is something that is so subjective, art is something that's very subjective. Mm-hmm. There is an overwhelming amount of people speaking to this and saying how this, you know, how just being in a space can impact their overall mood and kind of the psychology behind that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? No, I, I think it's pretty powerful that with the research saying about how immediately it can either disarm someone or it can really trigger uh, some negative feelings. So I think that space, uh, attention to detail, the thought behind it is extremely mm-hmm. therapeutic and and can be. Um, it could be a, it could be a negative to a counseling experience if it's not well thought out. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think that it, I would also like to mention this is not something that counselors are trained to know how to do when right. we're going through grad school. And not everybody has that creative edge, and we completely understand that. And I think that it just goes to show, you know, this is why we have an interior design expert that we partnered with that could share the journey with us and really offer his expertise. It's just some of those things that, that you can do and and can, if you're thinking about it, can actually take that step of trying to be able to make that comfortable space for right. your clients. Right. Right. And, and also how to transform that in your own home and how right. your own environment is affecting your mood. Um, whether that's your, your personal office space or if it is your home, mm-hmm. um, it's your children's rooms. It's really, you know, taking a step back and looking at how that color, how that texture, how the silhouettes of things can affect mood, I mm-hmm. think, um, is, is something to take note of. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So we could probably talk about this all day. We absolutely love uh, Ryan and, and what he has brought to um, to our, not only our practice, but just the the amount of people that he's been able to help along the way is, absolutely. is really inspiring. So um, if you like us and want to keep coming back, please subscribe to podcast um, or you can find us at podcast225.com, iTunes and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. Um, but also we'd l- really invite you and encourage you to leave a review and a star rating. Um, we'd like to hear your thoughts. And again, if you have questions or have topics you'd like for a dis- for us to s- discuss, again, I can't say that word, discuss, then you can visit our Facebook page or you can email us at info at the wellness 
that surprisinglywell.com. So, um, so if you want to check out Ryan, go to intheanthill.com. If you want to check out more about the wellness studio and the waiting room, please visit surprisinglywell.com. And again, to find the waiting room, subscribe at podcast225.com, iTunes, and the Talk 107.3 mobile app. Till next time, we'll see you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Waiting Room. This has been a podcast225.com production.